Welcome to the Compliance 911 Show, a no-nonsense podcast discussing hot topics for today's busy compliance professional. It's everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. And now, here are your hosts, Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting and Len Suzio of Geodata Vision. Welcome to our podcast series addressing everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. Len, over the last few months, you've covered many important CRA topics from CRA during pandemic, assessment area delineation to community development loan loans. So what's today's CRA topic that we're going to discuss? Well, Dean, there's something like 1,500 intermediate small banks that are subject to a unique set of CRA examination standards called the ISB standards. There's the usual lending test, but in an ISB exam, the lending tests constitute only half the CRA exam, and the community development activities test constitutes the other half of the exam. Community development lending is not included in the lending test, unlike the large bank examination standards. It's included in the community development half of the CRA exam, along with the CD investing and CD services. Now, in order to earn a composite performance rating of satisfactory or better, an ISB must pass both the lending test and the community development activities test. This is in stark contrast to the large bank exam standards that use a 24-point system under which a bank can pass with only 11 total points, although it must earn at least six points for satisfactory performance on the lending test. Community development is probably one of the most confusing aspects of the Community Reinvestment Act, and there's very little public data regarding community development activities except community development lending, which is reported by lender, but with no geographic component. So it's impossible to develop a picture of the community development market unlike small business and small farm lending, which is reported right down to the census tract level. This results in a very vague performance context, which is the basis for developing performance standards or benchmarks. All of this means performance under a critical exam standard is very vague and difficult to measure. That's why I say CRA ISB exams are much more difficult than CRA large bank examinations, although that sounds counterintuitive. Therefore, I thought this would be an interesting topic for today's discussion. What types of advice do you have for ISB listeners today? Well, the very first bit of advice I have for an ISB is to consider voluntarily reporting its CRA annual data. Why do I recommend that? I recommend voluntarily reporting data because doing so provides a bank the elective to be examined under the large bank CRA performance examination standards. If a bank thinks its community development activities may be marginal or inadequate, it has a significant chance of failing its CRA exam under the ISB examination standards. But if a bank has a pretty good level of lending, say eight points out of a possible 12 points in the large bank exam standards, then it would need to attain only three points of a possible 12 points on community development investments and community development services to earn a composite satisfactory performance rating. Now, also, when an ISB has been voluntarily reporting under CRA, it's not forced to be examined under under the uh, large bank standards. 
It merely has the elected to be examined under those standards if it believes they're more compatible with the bank's performance. So, and a bank doesn't need to make the decision until just before the CRA exam begins, at which time the EIC will ask the bank which standards it wants to be evaluated under. And by the way, there's another advantage of voluntarily reporting, and that is that it forces a discipline on the bank to collect, scrub, and scrutinize its CRA data. If a bank has not been voluntarily reporting, examiners will select a random sample of records to use as the basis for assessing bank performance. Now think about that. This means you don't know how good or bad your performance will look based on a sample of your loans that you've never seen. Moreover, you can't anticipate examiner questions since you don't know what the sample will show. I don't know about you, but I don't like leaving my chances of passing a CRA exam to the luck of the draw, and I don't like going into a CRA exam blind. If my bank has problems, I would rather know about those problems in advance and have a game plan to correct any performance shortcomings. But you can't do that without collecting and analyzing the data. Therefore, we strongly recommend, at the very least, a bank collect, scrub, and monitor its CRA data and Again, I urge all your listeners today to even consider voluntarily reporting under the regulation. Sounds like a no-brainer to me to voluntarily report as a large bank. Is it always advantageous for an ISB to be examined as a large bank? Well, most of the time it is, but uh, it's not always advantageous to be examined as a large bank. One of the options available only to banks being examined under the ISB standards is that a loan that has both small business and community development qualifications can be treated for examination purposes as either a small business loan or a community development loan on a case-by-case basis at the bank's option. This is particularly potentially valuable with the PPP loans, many of which may qualify as community development under the economic development or the revitalization stabilization definitions. Any such loans, however, if they are for $1 million or less, must be reported as a small business loan and examined as such under the large bank standards. But for ISB examinations, a bank can elect for examination purposes only that any or all such loans with the requisite community development qualifications can be used as community development loans for CRA examination purposes. So it may turn out for the years 2020 and 2021, ISBs who engage in significant PPP lending may find it advantageous to be examined under the ISB examination standards. I caution any ISBs, however, they must maintain the documentation to establish the community development qualifications of any PPP loans. Len, you've made it unequivocally clear that we must maintain documentation. Are there any other tips to share with our ISB listeners today? Yes, uh, Dean. It still amazes me how many ISBs don't collect their CRA lending and community development activities. Even if you decide you don't want to voluntarily report your CRA activities, you absolutely should be collecting the data, scrubbing the data, and evaluating the results. If you don't do this, you are leaving your chances to fate. Now, for ISBs on a tight budget, I suggest you retrieve the free CRA software available on the FFIEC site. It may not have the fancy bells and whistles of the commercial software, but the free FFIEC software is adequate for ISB community banks with small volumes of small business lending. So I encourage all our listeners who are working for ISBs 
get that free FFIEC CRA software and start using it now. Free is always good. And this has been extremely informative and down to earth session that I'm certain many of our listeners can benefit from. Thanks for enlightening our listeners today, Len, on this very important topic. This is Dean Stockford from M&M Consulting. And this is Len Suzio with Geo Data Vision saying, we hope you have found today's session interesting and informative, and we look forward to hearing your suggestions on topics you'd like to have us broadcast in the future. Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes, and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow M&M Consulting and Geo Data Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.